Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viva Ronaldo, Viva Ronaldo. Hello everyone, Alex from United Hour here. Just wanted to say up front, we've decided to record an emergency podcast because for anybody living under a rock, Cristiano Ronaldo has re-signed for Manchester United. Unbelievable day and we just had to get online, get in the group and discuss what the hell is going on and how excited and buzzing we all are. It's a very reactionary take. We haven't had time to really dissect what's going on or what a terrible decision this might be for the club longer term. However, loads of fun to be had, so please enjoy it. We're not going to be doing any editing, so we will be talking over each other. Bear that in mind. And last of all, we're going to have a couple of reactions from the lads, Jamie, Craig, and possibly Ed too, so... Listen out for them. Don't jump off when the first Viva Ronaldo starts. Cheers, everyone. Love you all. And Viva Ronaldo. Hello and welcome to United Art, your one-stop, actually cut that emergency podcast alert. (laughs) Complete panic stations, <laughs> stop what you're doing immediately and bask in the fact that Manchester United are once again signing Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm your host, Colin. Viva Ronaldo. I'm your host. <laughs> well, I'm not your host, Alex. Struggling to get away. I'm getting too excited. And I'm also not your host, uh, Ashwin. Boys, it's a. Uh, I mean, my mind is literally melted. I was not emotionally um, or mentally prepared for this in any way shape or form today i think probably manchester united fans around the country have delivered the least amount of work today in in their jobs I, I imagine um historically it's just absolutely mental this has gone absolutely crazy if anyone's listened to this and doesn't already know for some reason <laughs> uh manchester united have i think completely officially i mean it's on our club website um agreed a deal with juventus um subject to personal terms and a medical for Cristiano Ronaldo to return to Old Trafford in one of the most bizarre, uh, face-melting, just <laughs> absolutely bonkers <laughs> days 
I've ever witnessed in terms of a transfer window. Um, the absolute first question on my mind, Ashwin, is how do you think Aaron Wambasaka is going to link up with <laughs> Will Will he respect Aaron Wambasaka as a footballer in any way, shape, or form? Of course, that is not actually the first question. And um, Ashwin, first first thoughts. I mean, that's just there's no structure to this podcast. People, we're just going to melt down uh, and get this idea as quickly as possible because that's how we all feel. So slap it on the table, Ashwin. How do you how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about this day? Are you upset? Are you happy? Uh, what's going on in your head? Uh, you, you know, it's. I think I, I saw somebody say that, you know, doing drugs isn't good, but <laughs> you do drugs because they're fun. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how you. That's and that's how this transfer is. It's like, yeah. should they sign Ronaldo? Probably not. Am I going to pretend that I'm not fanboying over it? Uh, no, I'm not going to. It's amazing. It's I. I don't care that it's stupid. I literally don't care. It's the most amazing thing. I did not expect. I I woke up. And the first thing I saw was Ole saying, you know, oh, yeah, you know, Ronaldo wants to leave. He knows we're here. And he's usually pretty coy in press conferences, yeah. not really. When I saw that, I was like, wow, this it's is on. Yeah, it's, it's happening. It's I did not. I did not. I just thought that's funny. You know, like he said that, obviously. It, it, it was about probably two or three o'clock before I had the sinking feeling in my stomach. Like, he's, my God, this is... Nah, he's never, he's never saying that for Ronaldo to turn up at City hours later. And that that's the thing. I, I almost thought it was like a shot across the bows. Like, because obviously we had Rio coming out. Yeah. We had um, Wayne Rooney putting something on Twitter and Instagram saying, you know, I could never envisage playing for City and I think Ronaldo's the same or something to that effect. Rooney definitely could, saw that at one point. Rooney, Rooney could only imagine playing for Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so... Let's not let's not turn this into a anti really podcast. I will not have that said. Um, but <laughs> it's just mad. I was like, I mean, Alex, I text uh, my brother and my dad in in one WhatsApp group and another WhatsApp group today. Basically, nine a.m. Guys, don't worry about it. There's zero percent chance that Cristiano Ronaldo resigns from Manchester United. This is just media nonsense. And if anything, he's likely to go to City. You know, just just don't worry. It about wasn't it. even a conversation. Like, I I had people messaging me around lunchtime today saying like they'll be pissed off if he goes to City. Like United fans this morning are all ready to disown Ronaldo. He wasn't that good anyway. Um, and then all of a sudden, a few hours later, he's uh, you know looking like yeah. he's going to be back in a red shirt. It's absolutely bizarre. And also for for how slow we are typically with transfers, uh, Varane signed and then took about two months before he was announced um, on the pitch. And then for you know the time it takes for Ronaldo to get on a private jet and land in Manchester, we've already done a deal and it's pretty much official, um, you know, and it's only formalities left to go. It's just absolutely crazy. It's totally bizarre. And it just shows you how transfers can be so different, you know, if, if the right motivations are there. I think, Ashwin, one of the interesting things that might have fed into the ability to do that deal so quickly is the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo clearly last week was having discussions around not playing. He asked to be on the bench for, I think, their season opener mm. at Juve. He had today allegedly um, gone into training, said to um, Allegri, I am categorically never playing for <laughs> Juventus again. Um, deal with that. Um, in a way that I think only Cristiano Ronaldo in world football could, because, you know, we see, like the Kane situation, you know, we see this kind of leverage every year of chairman slash club slash board slash manager versus player and that mm -hmm. kind of dynamic of power and what contracts really mean and don't mean and how agents influence that for everyone else in world football. And Cristiano Ronaldo obviously operates in his own sphere of 
you know, this is how it will be. To me, that makes it a lot easier. I also think possibly, I mean, do you think Juventus are happy to get rid of him, get rid of the wage, move on? Oh, or do absolutely. you think this is a better pill for them? No, I, I, go ahead. I, yeah, no, I definitely think that they're, I think they're happy to move on. They clearly, it seemed pretty obvious that they were wanting to, their finances are destroyed. Apparently they still owe yeah. money to Madrid for the original transfer of Ronaldo. So I think they were happy to move on. Um, and I just think, you know, I, it, it's like the the part that I thought was really funny was uh, City saying they had passed on, uh, passed on <laughs> signing him when the reality is once United came in for him, he was never going to go to City. Like, it's well, just never going to happen. It's just not. Like, it's even if the goal, even at, like, I think he wants to win, right? Like, and I think it's fair to say that yeah. if it's just about winning, going to City is a better choice right now than going to United. But he played for United. I do think that, like, if all things are equal, the fact that he played for United, he clearly, I don't think he loves United or anything, but he does love Fergie. Right, we know that, and he loves his teammates from those teams. They're all still very tight. Evra just posted a WhatsApp conversation they had. To, uh, Ferdinand said that he had talked to him, and I, I think like there are connections there that matter. And you know, once that again, like if all things are equal, salary, all that kind of stuff, he's always going to pick United because, like, you know, he's he loves nothing more than to have his ego stroked. Right, he's going to come to United. And the, his first match, whenever he appears, it's going to be like mm. the most celebratory, you know, yeah. ego stroking event that Ronaldo could ever happen in, in his career. Yeah, well, I mean, today today has already descended into the absolute circle jerk of Manchester United fans <laughs> slash Cristiano Ronaldo fanboys. It's just gone absolutely mad on, uh, you know, WhatsApp, Instagram, Twitter. You know, it's just going to be, frankly, unpalatable for probably the next week uh, until he does start. And then that'll be wrapped up again. You know, if you thought the Varane unveiling was uh, nice, then just hold on to your seat. But I'd like to pick you up on a few things there. First of all, bold assertion that you think Cristiano Ronaldo does not love Manchester United and just his teammates I, and Fergie and all that kind of stuff. I kind of see where you're coming from, but I think there is that part of him that will always absolutely cherish and appreciate mm-hmm. that this was his first big club, his first entrance onto the world stage, his first kind of rise to absolute um, peak of his power stardom. All things being equal, I'm not so convinced. You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, in the coming days and weeks what the absolute inner workings of this are because, you know, it was being reported that he was going to City, that it was nailed on. It was like, you know, even odds that Guardiola had spoken to him, that obviously they have that that desperate need for a kind of a finisher um, because no matter how much Guardiola talks about Gabi Jesus being a fantastic player, he clearly isn't or doesn't actually think that. They didn't get keen and then you think, oh, well, that's easy. They can just straight away move on to this. And obviously Alex particularly... Just to touch on this, we were then in that sort of zone the last couple of days where everyone was trying to reconcile the fact that he might go to City and it looked extremely likely. Yeah. Personally, I never thought that was unlikely because, and I do not hold this against him, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is one of the most driven, single-minded mm-hmm. and uh, self-absorbed people probably on the face of the planet in the unique way you need to be to reach that level. You know, And I just think he goes to any club that he thinks will play him, will put him in the position to score the most goals, will give him autonomy to kind of do what he wants on the pitch that has the best chance of him adding to his individual or team uh, accolades, you know, Ballon d'Ors, Champions Leagues, league titles. And in that sense, you know, I don't think there was a world where he would never go to City. You know, him going to City would not have surprised me because 
if he sees City as the best vehicle to win a league and to add his legacy and to gazump Messi, and I also think that's an interesting conversation around because Messi has done a historic move to PSG, yeah. Ronaldo kind of goes, hold my beer, you know, I'm going <laughs> to get in on this and absolutely shaft Juve, you know, dominate the headlines. And, and make it all about me again and also prove that I can also mix it up and do it you know there, that parallel will just never not be there but just interested on your take with um, kind of Ashwin's thoughts there around you know that kind of city to United transition that has happened so dramatically today he lo- I mean he loves United I think he does love United but he loves yeah. himself more <laughs> and ultimately yeah 100% and, 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 I think he loves Real more as well I think he's more in love with his career at Real oh absolutely I mean I, def- yeah. still, I think even when he retires that'll be the defining you know uh, those will be like Ladis. Oh, you, you know, that's where he. That's where. Yeah, that's where he won the vast. You know, all but one of his Ballon d'Ors. It's where he. Yeah. You know, won all but one of his Champions Leagues. It's you know where he broke record after record after record after record, and it was the club that he wanted to to play for from an incredibly young age, and you know, and managed to and managed to exceed you know the wildest of expectations. So I've no doubt, but I do think he loves United as well. You know, it's it's not like it. You know, it's not like Mutual football. Yeah. yeah, it's not football monogamy, right? Um, you can love more than one club, and and I think though the opportunity to have worked with Pep, the opportunity to go to a club that probably is Champions League winning ready. You know, they like if you if they get Ronaldo, that probably was the step that they needed to to really take that on, both in terms of bringing that serial winner into the team who's won it more than anybody else, but also. You know, to get the person into the team that's going to convert all of those chances that they're missing at the moment, um, he'd have been absolutely perfect for that. And and I don't necessarily know that it was a case of all things being equal. And I wouldn't be surprised if United were prepared to go further in a bidding war than than City were. And I I also wonder though, from United's point of view, had Ronaldo been made available to us, but City weren't interested. Do we still do we still take that chance and he's we're here with us today? So um the interesting thing is uh Laurie Whitwell for the Athletic, he's been saying I mean, he reported at the start of the window that Ole was very much interested in bringing Ronaldo back, that he had kept tabs on him. Um and I mean like I don't know. I, I actually don't know the answer to that. You know, if if City weren't interested, would we have gone for him? But um I do think that Ronaldo in and of himself like I I can see Ole for sure thinking you know I think like bringing in we need more goals Ronaldo will get me goals you know he's he's not complaining but he's made it a point right to say that you know he said last year that we need strikers that will break their nose to get a goal right he said that right that's one of the big things he said about Cavani one thing you know with Ronaldo is he will live in the box. He will not, he's not going to, you know, drift out wide and all, he is going to live in the box. So having a player like that is not necessarily one that we have. Cavani is, but he's also older. He misses a lot of games. Apparently he's going to miss like 90% of the season because he wants to go to <laughs> Uruguay for internationals. Um, but like, you know, Ronaldo fits that profile. And, you know, another thing worth considering is, Obviously, we know that Ferguson was a—he's a big influence on Ole. Um, you know, Ferguson always loved—he loved a striker, right? He loved a. He is, is, this, is this Ole's Van Persie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think it could be. It's a two-year deal, right? So it's not like yeah, it's not you know, it's not some 
five-year deal you're giving to him yeah. until he's 40 or something. So I, exactly. Yeah, I think it's I think it's ultimately a very much a, we think we can win now. We think Ronaldo gives us a better chance to win now. And it's worth overpaying or whatever for that risk. Uh, and I mean, look, the pressure now is firmly on Ole to deliver trophies, right? Like he has, I think he's been, whether I agree or not, I think that he would have wanted Ronaldo over midfielder X if he had the choice. And I think because of that, like, so now it's on him to make that choice be worth it. Um, and he has no excuses. Yeah. He's been back to but a significant they, uh, degree, I think, at this point. Yeah, definitely. And he has the squad to compete at every single level. So there there are literally no excuses except for the fact that we just will never, ever sign a midfielder that we need. <laughs> that's but, that's like Ferguson, um, right? He's, he's learning from well, the it's master. just like we've moved, we've moved our right wing problem immediately. We always have to have one unfillable hole in our team, despite <laughs> all logic and common sense. And now that Jane Sancho's arrived um, and we have a host of options for the right wing, we've, you know, cleverly and quickly uh, segued into center midfield being the new hot topic but my only point about that is i do think Ole wanted him from the start of the season i appreciate there are those kind of comments who doesn't want him though substantiate that. yeah exactly you know it's a, it's a it's a bit of a no-brainer but i also think when you have a uh historical relationship with a player particularly a player of that quality of that legend that you know we can talk all day about Will this be a good idea or not? Is it a Falcao, Di Maria situation? Is it a return to big money for silly players that have very little to give? Is it a bit of an Eber thing? You know, is this does this harken back to our our strategy? You know, two three years ago, as opposed to the to the kind of newer evolving mentality that we thought was coming through in our in our scouting and our and our um purchasing. But for me, Manchester United, as much as any club in the world is a storied club and a bit of a fairy tale club certainly i feel that i'm sure lots of people will disagree but i think it's pretty objectively proven um throughout our history and this is just like a really perfect narrative for me that even if you think and i'm pretty 50 50 about how good this is actually going to go you know in terms of does he bang in 30 goals or does he underwhelm and we aren't actually set up to get the best out of him and he's actually just past it or whatever you know all those concerns i'm really on the fence i don't think anyone could accurately predict that it's going to be a great success or or, or a tragic failure but you have to give it a go like the the, the little boy in you or the, the fairy tale aspect of football yeah. and the story around mm-hmm. a player being so transformative for united at that age and coming from portugal and having such a fantastic relationship with fergie leaving and you know conquering the football world unbelievably but coming back who like even objectively when you say oh is the money right what is how does this impact squad how does it impact other players minutes is he still fit is he going to score goals for us what is happening in my life and all those big questions you just set it aside. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see Ronaldo put on a red shirt? See one on Twitter and they mocked up like him and our current <laughs> kit. I just nearly wet myself. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it's just class. And I want a manager and I want a club that, that kind of goes out on a limb that way. Mm. It's not necessarily common sense. It's not analytical. It's not, um, you know, football, my numbers and money ball and all that kind of stuff. But my God, if it, if it, if it pans out well, you know, and if, and if it creates that atmosphere and it brings that mentality into the club of, of of kind of being more well, than that's then I think that's really that's sports are supposed to be fun, right? Like yeah. Yeah. ultimately, that's what it is. <laughs> like drugs, as yeah. We you know, that's... <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you know, when you you speak about um, it being a, a transformative signing when he was younger, there's absolutely the ability for this to be an incredibly transformative signing. Now, even if not necessarily on the pitch, on everything, yeah. but on you know the ability to take United back to being 
the number one club in the world and having that status and bringing those younger fans in that maybe just haven't been with us and getting on board and in more recent seasons in terms of the commercial opportunities that it'll, it'll bring that Ed Woodward will now miss out on, unfortunately for him, in terms well, of sponsorships. Say, in terms is this, of, you know, a final hurrah for us to re-sign Ed Woodward? Because our last, <laughs> I mean, this window is looking pretty good. Whether he's still the driving force behind that, I'm sure his PR people will be quick to tell us. Yeah. But it is an interesting adieu, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. But like, but like, you know, it's it's aside from Fergie coming back, like there isn't a single individual that could come to the club and could have such a wide and, and large impact on the the perception of the club, um, you know, commercially and from a consumer and fan perspective and, and everything else. Like it's absolutely insane the the drive that um this man brings to the table from, you know, not just himself but but everything that comes with him. And uh you know, and that's that's yeah. exciting. And, and like, you know, in the hours before it got announced, I was very much, I don't even want him. You know, it doesn't make sense. We've, you know, we've spent all this time um, yeah. over the past few years really working on becoming more sustainable, um, you know, in our setup and in our structure and making sure that we don't have these outliers that, you know, harm the the welfare and the, not the wealth, definitely not the welfare, but you know, ha- you know, harm our relationship with other players and make it difficult yeah. for future signings. And you know, and, and this could definitely create that sort of situation here. But the moment that you know it was actually a done deal and that announcement was made, regardless of what your brain's telling you, um, you yeah. know, on the impact that this could have longer term, you can't help but we be like overwhelmed with excitement and just can't wait to to see him come back out at Old Trafford and. I think any United fan that says that they're not excited about that is lying. You know, I can I can totally understand like I understand trying to I still to think be... all those things yeah. you've just explained. Yeah. Like I still think it's potential for disaster, it's imbalance, it's the it's the wrong idea. And it's a bit of a circus, it really is. But I'm like I'm taking my seat, buying some peanuts and ready to watch the clowns and I'm like I am totally fine with that. You know, it's different. You know, it is different when it's A, Cristiano Ronaldo, and B, Manchester United. You know, it's, it's not Falcao, who never played in the league or was at a certain age or, or, or whatever deals we might point to historically that kind of look slightly similar in terms of, you know, I was hesitant for Juve when they took him two years ago or whatever, yeah, thinking same. all those same issues, you know. Um, and, you know, the Euros weren't stunning, even though you know, he's pretty good, but it's United and it's Ronaldo, so why, like, why wouldn't you? It, why wouldn't you? And, you know, it's... Yeah, I mean, like, there's a a romanticism to it, right? Yeah. Um, And that's kind of like, you know, I mean, there was, I remember they played up that angle when Pogba came back. And, like, you know, you buy it, it's fine, it's a good soundbite. But it didn't, I don't think anybody really, at least for me, I didn't feel like that was... Yeah, he played a handful of games. Right. It wasn't the same. <laughs> he left as an 18-year-old. He didn't leave as like a 23-year-old who'd won a Ballon d'Or, Champions yeah, right. League, and, league titles. And Ronaldo, know. and like, you know, the thing is, if you really think about it for Ronaldo, it's not just about winning, right? Like, it's also about winning in a way that kind of, it, it lifts your legacy, right? Um, I don't think winning a league, if he went to City and won a league, or if he went to Chelsea and won a league, I don't think it... It does anything for him. But if he comes to United and we win a league or we win a Champions League or something, that really does something for his legacy, I think, as a yeah. player. And and especially to come to England at that age, um, if he 
proves you know he can still get you 20 league goals in the premier league uh or you know whatever it's it just it does a lot and i i just you know forgetting the, that part of it for him as a fan like i agree i mean we've talked about this a bunch through the summer in our whatsapp right and i i've always been i i don't think it's like it's not smart it is really like not the smartest move but you know who cares like who cares yeah, it just, yeah. it's just it's fun you know, it, come along for the ride yeah, you know, what do you want from your club at the end of the day yeah, you know? it's fun it's fun it's like, it's gonna be fun like and just look at the attack we have now too. and it's like you know, there's just so many, like, Varane and him played together at Madrid, too, you know? It's just, like, there's so many fun things. Yeah. Ole played Varane with him. Just po- Varane just posted, a, a like, a Twitter, Instagram pic of, of them and Real shirt saying, you know, welcome, good to see you. I mean, we have Rio absolutely up to um, shenanigans today. A, Clearly, he was pre-briefed. It, we have the, the call from Fergie this morning, which I think touches back, Alex, to your point about the benefit of him, not just on the pitch, but from a mentality perspective. And I can just imagine that phone call of Fergie, who we've seen return to Old Trafford following ill health, following a array of less than desirable managers. And I think Fergie has buy-in to Ole's team again. Um, And I think he sees parallels and I think he sees a young team that can make the leap and sees the progression that I think a lot of us see as well. And I can just imagine Fergie kind of spelling that out in terms of you can be the kind of catalyst that, that lifts this as it you know as it did in you know oak sex or whatever it was do you know what i mean um it's a statement of intent too right cool. like you have to like when you're like this is i know a lot of people we can talk about it now like we'll see if mbappe gets done but i've seen people talk about why are we all doing this and it, they're doing it because yeah you can sign him for free in six months or whatever but they're showing like you have to make signings sometimes to show players in the market like you know we are still capable of making big moves and it's a lift to players at the club too like totally like the like think about it if you're at united and you know like you know it doesn't matter what people say to some degree he is or not to some degree he is a, a legend of united you can we can debate how much of a legend and all that but if you're playing at the club all these guys they know that ronaldo won everything at united that he is a legend they still sing his name right um like the idea of him going to city is probably something where you're like what the hell and then you know, now all of a sudden you have him, you know, a, a player that I think everybody in the world looks up to to some degree. You have him coming back to United in your dressing room. Like, that's yeah. just, that's the kind of signing that really, like, it's, I'm still it's not serious. Totally convinced. I'm still not totally convinced that the whole city thing wasn't just, you know, more rug pulling on Cristiano slash Mendes slash United's part and also more, you know, coyness in terms of driving the narrative away from Messi, away from Mbappe and back to Cristiano Ronaldo as he constantly needs the spotlight to be on him and I don't mean to say that a bad thing, I just think that you know, could all be very much a yes they were open to offers but also that they saw this kind of narrative they could build um, to create this kind of you know absolute scenes that we're obviously experiencing today, like it's just mad how it went so quickly is just so, so mad to me and it all just looks a bit like you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing where they kind of knew it was going this way all along kind of thing, as you say, from that interest early in the window, etc. It's just it's just an I, absolutely mental thing. I could kind of see that not with United involved, not as like a freeway thing, but as a, 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 a you know, a Mendes a mechanism to try and help drive up the price yeah, and, and we, guarantee we get, we get United's get, interest and also yeah. give themselves an incredibly strong backup. Good fallback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, that, that would but be we're, you know, we're used that way conversely oh, so often you know with every season sign a new contract every single season you know it's clearly you know it's not beyond the realm of probability that this is the up op- the level at which agents operate on um alex the deal itself 
these could be completely wrong, these figures, guys. Um, there's no accuracy on this pod at the moment because we are obviously in full-scale meltdown. Um, 15 million euros plus eight possibly in add-ons, I've heard quoted by someone uh, reasonably legitimate. And possibly 450k a week slash that's before tax, after tax, don't really know. Two-year deal also, I think, again, could be totally wrong. Let us know if we're completely wrong by the time this pod comes out and there's actual... Um, actual quotes and data on it but alex how does that deal look to you is that good value for money and um, i i just needed is the, is i just needed the upfront cost to be low enough that we could say that Varane plus, plus ronaldo equals ben white that was that was all that really mattered now, in, in terms of like the initial <laughs> really fee, feel bad for ben white after <laughs> the initial the initial like fee isn't isn't huge it's 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 the wages and um you know whatnot that we really need to be considerate of, but until we get more clarity on that, then it's hard to to make a huge judgment. But you can't like you know the it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Like you you can't expect to get um yeah. someone of that standing for cheap because like I said earlier, regardless of his capability on the pitch, which and and I feel like we're probably doing him a disservice with these constant caveats around what he can do on the pitch because he's still proven to. Be an incredible oh, yeah, goal scorer, at a pretty high level. You know, yeah. you know, even in the last 12, 18 months, and um, you know, even at, at, at the Euros, even uh, for what he played. So um, we're probably doing a bit of a disservice on that front. But yeah, regardless of that, all, you know, also the commercial weight and might that he brings to the table, especially for a club who are constantly talking about engagement with fans and and whatnot in every shareholder meeting, and that's clearly like a yeah. metric and KPI that's important to us. Mendes can look at that and go, Ronaldo's got, you know, more followers than United themselves and you know, he's <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. able to bring those fans with him. And you he's, do he's actually, us. Yeah. there is like yeah. this huge contingent of of fans who are they're not necessarily like a, a fan of a football club, but they're a fan of Cristiano Ronaldo and they follow him wherever. Does he you feel goes. them on Red Cafe? Exactly. yeah, absolutely. And um, Shout out those guys. See you. <laughs> Why do you say that? Is that is that the right way? See you. We we need Jamie for that one, don't we? <laughs> I think I think he'll be recording a, a little excerpt that we can put in here, so um, we'll get it from him. But yeah. yeah, like you know, you can't expect a player like Ronaldo cheap, regardless of of his age, and the impact that he brings is is incredible. I mean, United have clearly got some. Um, like cash flow issues and there's been all this talk of us needing to sell in order to purchase and then we go and spunk on Cristiano Ronaldo but we know that we're in a better position than 99% of the world's clubs at this point and outside of the state clubs then there's probably no one who's in a better position than United and I do believe that you know same as you know businesses in a recession you spend your way out of that and you know you look at making the investments that can really propel you forward and whilst Ronaldo isn't a long-term investment there's absolutely the potential for him to propel us forward and help set the wheels in motion for United returning to the absolute giant and champion that they that they once were um or it could be a pretty hilarious disaster with absolutely but but that's fine the biggest the biggest thing I think is like you know, his last year, I think, at Real, um, he Zidane had like a kind of schedule with him where he wouldn't start every match. He would play every match, but he wouldn't start every match. I think yeah. that is probably the biggest key because you need to manage him, obviously, at age 36. He can't just play every match. Um, 
and we don't really need him to no 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 we don't need him to that's but it's just like as long as we can manage that then i don't you know i've seen people talk about like well what does this do for greenwood's time it's like i think if they manage it right greenwood's gonna get plenty of time he's gonna play at striker he'll play that is with cavani as well that is the next question that is the next question so where does he play what does it mean for Rashford, Cavani, Martial, Greenwood? I mean, do we see he's a striker. him as a number nine? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He's he's yeah. leading the line, hundred yeah. percent. And therefore, is Cavani now? You know, just are they just purring off essentially? Um, you know, like for like one for the other, and both having their minutes. Matched Cavani as, is going to play know, footballing pensioners. Cavani is going to play in midfield. <laughs> Think <sentiment>. pulling the <laughs> strings. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just interesting. You know, it does give us an absolute wealth now. I mean, I hope it kind of consigns Martial absolutely as far away from the number nine jersey as possible and being back up left wing essentially to Marcus Rashford. Um, you then have Greenwood and probably Sancho competing for right wing minutes with Greenwood maybe playing up front in the cups and stuff like that, possibly. But, you know, it's, it's good problems at the end of the day. But it just does you know, probably push people a little bit further. And I wonder if we'll see any more exits as a result. I think, I think James will go. I think James will definitely go hundred percent. I don't, I don't think there's any appetite for him to leave. I think he's probably happy enough just to Phil Jones. No, I, I think, I think, I think there'll be appetite for him. He's on pretty cheap. Contract. I think there'll be appetite for him. Yeah. I don't know that he'll want to leave. Oh, I don't know. He might not <laughs> want to leave, but he's also, no, he doesn't, he doesn't seem like a player who would, I feel like he'd be a player who'd be happy to sit on United's bench as long as he knows that he can be like a contributing member of the squad. But I don't think, He's a player who's happy to be around just for the sake of picking up a paycheck if he could go and play elsewhere. So, I think Martial's the one who... Ma- Martial and Lingard, absolutely, really. Absolutely will be looking to leave, but, if not in the last few days. Yeah. The problem with Martial is his wages, though. Like, he is on 250k or something, like 200k. Like, I, yeah, but he can take less if he wants to play. Does he want know? to take... Why would I, I wouldn't take less if I were him. Why would I take I less? I would take less. I wouldn't. I, you know, if, if we're talking about 250 versus 120 or whatever he would get at a decent club... Um, you know, to play football, to get into national team consideration. Or, you know, yes, okay, maybe that's bestowing too much uh, integrity on these people. But um, I think it's bestowing too much integrity on yourself too. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe I'm. Yeah, maybe I'm just happy I'm not in that position to have to go through that ethical dilemma financially. It's a shame he couldn't but, um, have been part of the move because he feels like a he feels like a potential Juve player to me. Yeah, like I could have seen that. Yeah. yeah. I just think you would have suitors. You know, I think you would have still have suitors at good clubs, both. In the league, and yeah, no one has money though, and no no one's willing to stump up yeah, the money true. right now. That's I can see a loan. I can see a loan. Are, are we, you know, with half the wages paid? Are we sure that nobody has money though? Because it feels like everybody yeah, has money again. It feels like people kind of still have money. <laughs> I mean, Real. Just to touch on Ashton's point around, you know, statement of intents around still bad players. Real potentially spend 180 million euros on someone who can who has said they will come to you for free next year. To me, is the perfect example of why Perez should not be allowed to manage that club and why they're in the current predicament that they are mm. regards to the Super League and finances. I appreciate the statement and I appreciate they may have revenue streams that we don't know about, but that just seems bizarre to me. That just seems bizarre. But I do agree, Ashwin. I think people are falling back and I think we've done it. And it's better, you know, it's better than the Ed Woodward classic line of we have cash to burn, come get some. Yeah. You know, we will do things in the market that will make you weep. You know, that kind of Yeah, but that rhetoric. is this. Well, that is this, yeah. but at least be quiet this, about it. This is like, don't, do it. This you know, is, don't, this is, don't telegraph it for all the other clubs. This you know? is, I'd rather, I'd rather, Ole said, you know, difficult financial market, um, you know, COVID, we're impacted just as much as everyone else. And then wham, we splash the cash, you know, yeah. at least be coy about it. You know, this way around is much, much better. This is like Woodward's fever pit, like fever pit dream <laughs> that he's been, it's, 
a peak that he's been seeking since he was in that position at United. And it was always going to happen at some point that he signed Ronaldo. And he will, on his deathbed, he'll be telling his grandchildren that he was the one who brought Ronaldo back to Manchester United. I mean, not just Ronaldo, you know, Jin Sancho and Rafa Moran. It's, it's not a bad window by all accounts. Not one I think we would have predicted at the start of the year. Absolutely. It'll be interesting. There are definitely like creative deals to be done, uh, you know, which should hopefully see us get some players off our books because, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough managing that dressing room. But I do think that when it's Ronaldo, I, th- I think that people will be much more forgiving on sharing that time on the pitch and, um, you know, contributing to a team that, you know, hopefully has the potential to go on and, and win some serious trophies with him and the team. And, 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 you know, whilst it's, yes, another player that we've got to fit in and it's less minutes for everyone, you know, when it's a player of that stature that you can learn from and play with and can hopefully win with, then that makes a big fucking difference to your... Um, yeah, I think, you know, there's a difference between paying David De Gea 350k a week and offering silly wages to Sanchez, etc. Mm-hmm. But I think Ronaldo, particularly, like, at any club, but particularly at United, will always be a net positive because everyone will subsede to the fact that he has history he has and pedigree he has more than anyone else he's he's done it all at united he won everything you know there's you know there's there's interviews mark rashford saying you know he just idolized them and that there was this very short crossover kind of thing you know and that they'd spoken and you know he'd been given advice or whatever and all this kind of stuff there'll be idolization happening i think in that dressing room you know still a very young squad um, lots of also, I think the Bruno link is very cool as well. I love this. I think I think the know, pot. I thought they linked up really well. I think yeah. I think the pot. Like I remember when Zlatan came with Pogba, they had like a really great Spider understanding. Yeah. yeah, and I I think Ronaldo will have that type of relationship with Pogba because Pogba's always he always wants to play in behind, right? He always is looking for his strikers to make runs in behind. Ronaldo is like, can you imagine Pogba going from? Martial to Ronaldo in that position like it's they're they're playing different sports right like like Ronaldo is if like his ability to offset his diminishing kind of athleticism and ability on the ball with just becoming a a machine with his movement uh I mean that's that's perfect for somebody like Pogba and in, it's actually perfect in a lot of ways for Bruno too because both Pogba well, both Pogba and Bruno like to be on the ball a lot so having a yep. striker who's who doesn't really need to be on the ball a bunch, but is just looking to get in behind and score goals, that is really, really a good good link up for them. And I think it's also again like it's just a different type of striker. Um, who's to, taking who's taking penalties? <laughs> I think that was probably his pitch, right? I'll even let you take the penalties. <laughs> it's not even. It's I think Bruno's still taking penalties. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, I no do. chance. I, well, I also think there might be a, quite a few occasions where not everyone is on the pitch at the same time. First of all, yeah, but where, when yeah. Ronaldo's on the pitch, he's taking the pedal to me. I, I, I don't know. Almost bet my know. house on it. Like it's. I don't know. You think it's written in the contract? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. If, 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 regardless, he would be taking that ball and he'd be taking that penalty. Whoever else was on that pitch. Yeah, free kicks are also. You know, I mean, he's not. He's a much better penalty taker yeah. than he's a free kick taker. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm uh, just. I. I. I don't. I, I'm at the point where I don't care. I, I. Everything I said about it not being a smart move. It. It doesn't matter. I'm very happy. This is going to be awesome. This will completely Alex, change. You know. You, you know. I don't. I don't know why I would say this actually, but you. There was so much talk <laughs> in those few years after Fergie about that fear factor. 
I think this has a huge impact on how the rest of the league looks at us and how the teams that well, are coming up against know, look at us and how the funny thing teams is set up against us. It, it's also like the funny he, thing is in the last week. Sorry, no, in the last week, um, I think we've had like prior to Ronaldo, I thought we had a good window. I desperately want and wanted and still want a centre midfielder. I think that's a, an urgent need, and I really wanted us to get that done, which we'll come to in a wee second. However. I was perfectly satisfied with our window and I thought we made two amazing signings and yet it seemed like every other contender in world football was just doing crazy moves yeah. adding ridiculous strength you know City getting Grealish possibly getting Kane Chelsea bringing in Lukaku plus all their other stars fair enough Liverpool haven't really signed anyone except that centre-back but whatever you know PSG doing an absolute madness Real Madrid possibly getting a, you know, things are happening in world football and it felt like we'd done our business really well done our business really early but we're ultimately limiting ourselves to that and this just I think brings us back to that table of madness that has happened because it's not just Ronaldo that's been crazy this year like the whole thing has just been absolutely messy <laughs> I, 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 yeah messy by name messy by nature I don't remember a window like it in world football it's probably like a sign of the apocalypse There's it's a... just all gonna eat itself it's too crazy but you know it brings us back to that we are, you know, we are in this conversation. Not that you should just buy players to get clicks and to be feel like one of the big boys, but if everyone else is doing it, then it's good enough for Manchester United. It's a, uh, it's like in in basketball, you get these summers where like it just happens that you know seven or eight superstars will be available and they'll move, and like this is that, but on crack. Like it's it's unbelievable to think that. You could have a, a window where Ronaldo, Messi, Mbappe, at those three all move in the same window. Um, well, the top two top two scorers in, in Serie A have both left the league. Yeah, hey, yeah, Lukaku also like like that's the thing, right? Lukaku going to Chelsea like that seems like such a minor story. It is a minor story in comparison because it is Cristiano fucking Ronaldo, right? Like it's it's a minor story. It might still be a better sign. It might be, but I just it like like to to what Com was or sorry to what Alex was saying about fear factor. Like, it's also, you know, I haven't gotten the sense that when we have played some of big matches and stuff like that, it doesn't feel like we go out onto the pitch feeling like we're the dominant side. The boys. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, Ronaldo is a player, if he's on the pitch with you, like, you, there's a arrogance. You stand a bit taller. Yeah, yeah. There's an arrogance kind of, like, to how you should approach it. And I, I do think that's a real thing. And I, I, it would be nice to, it, it'll be, I mean, watching him score, like the first time he scores a goal is going to be ridiculous. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do when he scores for the first time when he comes back. It's going to be unreal. It's, I, it's, but yeah, I, I do think that like the fear factor, that that's a real thing. That, that, that matters a lot. And I, I think, um, you know, you, you go out on the pitch with, and it's not just Ronaldo, right? Like, look at the, like we have a lot of, big players now, right? I think, you know, Ronaldo, Pogba, obviously, Bruno, Maguire, Varane. Varane has won, you know, what has he won? Like He's won like five Champions Leagues or whatever the hell he's won. It's... All, all there is to yeah, win. Yeah, he's won everything World there Cup, is to win. Like, it's... Yeah. You have players that have won everything, that have experience, um, and you have a kind of collective purpose of bringing we you know we have to bring united back to the top like there's a lot of good motivational factors i think that that are at play with this team but yeah hopefully they can also get a midfielder that would help all this too. yeah i was gonna say that's something I that's the final thing i want to touch on alex is there any possibility we sign bruno or sorry uh ruben nevis you know it, ronaldo was unbelievable i don't want to detract from that but 
you know, Imran has made the point today that this is a silly signing. This is, you know, a signing of years gone by, that it's an, a misuse of funds. Which it probably is. Desperately. <laughs> a lot of ways. Obviously <laughs> need a midfielder. And there are clearly those midfielders available for us to go and get. And we're saying we don't have the money for that because we need to sell people. Is that because we always planned on spending this on Ronaldo or is it because it's simply an opportunity that's too good to pass? Is there any chance we sign a sentiment fairly here before the end of the deadline? No, this is this is absolutely an opportunity that's too good to pass. And as I said earlier, like Ronaldo comes with his own commercial weight and opportunities, which I think flips the conversation, um, you know, beyond what any other player other than Messi could do. And, and I think that makes a huge difference to our ability to... To actually go and pick him up, so you know, I absolutely think this is an opportunistic thing rather than a. Actually, we had those funds the whole time, and we were just wondering where to spend them. And, um, you know, I, you know, I think the conversation completely fits with being Ronaldo. I don't really see us bringing that midfielder in, but I, but like on the pitch, absolutely, like there wasn't really a gap up front with with a combination of Cavani and Greenwood and and Rashford, who sometimes plays there too. Like we didn't yep. need to buy a striker and nope. you know not we, the we were somewhat short on goals last year team. but with the form that Greenwood's been in the second half of the season and coming into this one the form that Cavani picked up towards the back end of of the season and you know hopefully a season with Pop but that probably wasn't a real issue either but I still think that the wider oh, influence that Ronaldo brings to the dressing room and the team and the club is beyond what any defensive midfielder could bring, you know, you, you know, if we were to get whoever people think is the world's best defensive midfielder right now, whilst I think that that would be a much more sensible signing for the long term, can it can it offer the step change though? No, nope, Ronaldo. I'd still bring? rather have Ronaldo. Do, do you know what I mean? Like Ronaldo can can like <laughs> the only player I'd rather have step change. possibly rather have at Manchester United. There's only two: Messi and Haaland are the I think the only two players in world football. Now, this might seem like a ridiculous opinion Maybe to a lot of people pain. listening. No, I don't think so. Maybe, because you'd have him for 10 years. Maybe. But no, I, don't, I think we have players like Mbappe, to be honest. Like, I, okay, he's at a higher level, but, you know, I don't think it's crazy, you know. Yeah. I think Haaland is your striker for 5-10 years, and it's just a freak, unbelievable. I think Messi, again, you know, like PSG have just got, that's once in a lifetime. And then it's Ronaldo, or it's possibly Ronaldo beside Messi, with Haaland slightly above them for me. But there's no one else in world football, you know, that I would rather have, as you say, a centre defensive midfielder, you know, any anyone. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it comes back to the story, it, it comes it, back to the fairy tale, it comes back to the connection. And that is why we watch football. That's why we invest our time and our passion in it. That's why, particularly at Manchester United, there are things that are slightly different and there are things that we care about um, in a different way to the way, you know, Chelsea build squads or Man City build squads or whatever. And that's not a, a slight, you know, it's just different. Um, and this for me fits that narrative impeccably in the fact that it's total roller coaster to doom situation. You know, do or die, complete bust. You know, could very likely be on the cards. Um, and that's fine. You know, and I think most United fans will will glide gladly take that ride. You know, yep. yeah, absolutely. I mean, one one thing that we haven't really spoken about here. Let's just let's just do a bit of a list here. Thirty two senior trophies. 783 senior career goals, 134 Champions League assists. That's not even um, real. Like it, sorry, it sounds goals. like a video game. <laughs> yeah, 40, 42 Champions League assists, 134 uh, Champions League goals, five Ballon 
doors. He's got the most Champions League goals, the most Champions League goals in a season, the most goals in Champions League knockout stages, the most Champions League final wins, the only player to score in three Champions League finals. Like, this is, you know, it's not just a player. He's a phenomenon. And, you know, we're, we're trying to review him and review the impact that he'll have as if he's any, you know, the same as any other player. And he isn't. Ultimately, he isn't. Him and him and Messi are in a world of their own, and they can't be judged the same as as anybody else. And uh, yeah, I, I'm I love so this. I love this tweet from Samuel Luckhurst. Full story to follow, but word is MUFC is Ronaldo is coming back to complete unfinished business at the club. <laughs> Ronaldo won literally every major trophy available in his first six years at United. What is the unfinished business? Player manager the business. <laughs> The business it was completely concluded at the time he left. You know, there's literally nothing more he can do. There will be blogs um, by the end of the day on how Ronaldo's career trajectory will see him take a more skulls esque role in United's midfield in two years' time. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. It's yeah. yeah it, it's uh, I don't know. I, I can't actually. I still kind of can't believe this is happening. I do think they'll get a midf- I think they'll. I think they'll get Neves. That's what I think. I, I think they might. I and I would be. I mean, beyond myself with happiness. Because of the Mendes, like, is there anything to suggest that you mean because of the Mendes? I just, yeah, like, I I just think it's a no-brainer to the point where I do think Wolves have to sell someone. It looks like they're probably not going to sell Traore. Um, It's just such a no-brainer. And Um, Mendes has a lot of pull at Wolves, right? And we know that, obviously, we've we've done him a pretty good, I think you could say we've done him a pretty nice solid here, uh, bringing Ronaldo back to United from Juve. There's just yeah, I mean Bruno obviously uh, and and Ronaldo are Portuguese. They have a relationship yeah. with him. It just that just that feels like it's going to happen. I also think, I also think we've kind of now this can be proven right or wrong. I think we're wanting. I think we have deals in the pipeline to launch on, but we're waiting until literally the last day in the hope that we can shift players beforehand. Not in the need to shift players beforehand. Maybe in the need that might come down to it. But we want to give ourselves that rope of saying, let's just see what comes in with Jesse Lingard. Let's see what comes in with Martial. Let's see what comes in with Phil Jones. Jokes, obviously nothing. Um, you know, let's see who we can get loaned away, and let's really see what it's looking like. But in the background, there's maybe been a bit of work done, and they know they can go and get Neves for thirty-five million on the last day. Bish bash bosh, Premier League ready. I might be just projecting my hopes and desires because I. Have long said he's a brilliant player and just needs to be at a better club. And I would love, love, love to see him at United. I know you know Nick has has kind of beaten the drum to say he's maybe not the player we actually need, and he's not as good as he is. And um, Nick did a bit of a recording with the Wolves fans, a uh, Wolves YouTube channel. The name just escapes me, but we'll link it in this thread for guys to go and have a watch. Um, because the Wolves fans are all desperate for him to stay at Wolves. See him having a great year. Think he's exceptional. Think he would be brilliant for United. Um, and I think you know those are always opinions I appreciate when you're looking at the play. You know, does the club actually want them to go? Do they want the, the person to go to United and all that kind of stuff? So, I would absolutely uh, die of happiness, even more so if um if we managed to get that done. Um, this window would be phenomenal. But I would also understand if we didn't. Um, you know, I don't see. I don't. I, I don't know that there would be the urge. I I don't feel like any of the midfielders that are available United are confident pulling the trigger on. Like I feel like there's a number of good options but no one who has really captured our imagination and that we that we want and other than it being a wider part of the Ronaldo deal which we won't hear about yet because we wouldn't want to take any spotlight away not that it could even if it did but you know like 
we wouldn't find out for a while. But other than other than it being part of these conversations, I just don't see that. I just don't see it happening. And I think it's a it's a next summer um, signing that we you know when we actually go and fill that role. But fingers crossed, cool. it would be it would be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> imagine after the windows that we've had, if you were to get Varane, Sancho, Ronaldo, and Neves all similar. It's just it's a football manager thing. It doesn't make sense in reality. You know, it's not like those are all as well. Like just you never know. I mean, we all probably thought the the year we signed Di Maria and whoever else and Falcao and all the rest of it. You know, we would have all sat here and said that's a dream window. There's no way that could not go absolutely amazingly for our club. Yeah, and with Louis van Gaal there to you know show them all how to play beautiful Dutch football, and then it doesn't. So you know, hindsight twenty twenty, etc. There's no such thing as a safe bet. It just doesn't happen. But it doesn't stop you feeling that every single year over and over again. But hey, what can we do? Is there anything more we can say about Ronaldo today? <laughs> uh, just I, so I, I, I'm just excited. I'm, yeah. Do you think he starts? Do you think he starts versus Wolves? No. I mean, he's been training with UVA. So does he have to? Better. Does he have to isolate for yeah, a start? Yeah, he'll have to isolate, and then yeah, I'm sure that he will start. It was probably it was probably part of the deal that he's not allowed to play against Wolves as well. That probably was, yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll probably not see him uh, on Sunday then. There'll be Old Trafford against Newcastle, and you want his first game to be at Old Trafford anyway, I think. I have. Uh, I just want his first game to be as soon as possible, so <laughs> I can some, absolutely inject it into my veins. Some really big news. Uh, man United stock is up uh, 6.5%. So. Of course. Of course, but paid for himself exactly. already. <laughs> paid for himself already. <laughs> Old apparently, book. apparently, uh, Juve are gonna spend the twelve million we've given them on Eden Hazard this year as a replacement for Christian. Like Ronaldo. they're gonna feed Eden Hazard with that money. Uh, yeah, I guess that would cover that <laughs> element of his transfer. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, he's just on the the post Ronaldo tour. Basically, when he leaves Real, I'll go to Real, and he leaves Juve, I'll go to Juve, and then United will um, buy him in two years' time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Cool. Well, listen, I think that's us um, for today, folks. Absolutely emergency pod smashed out. Um, appreciate all the lessons, the follows. And if you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or Red Cafe, etc. And tell your mates as well. Patreon, tell, your mates. tell your mates. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Leave us a review. Five stars only. All that good stuff. We will absolutely be back um, on Sunday evening, probably recording um, after Wolves and just... <laughs> probably talking about this for the 90% of that <laughs> podcast as well so yeah. see you then see you then I've got to go and put Ronaldo in my fantasy team so <laughs> yeah, exactly. leave Ronaldo love you all uh, cheers though. I'm going to try and pretend like I'm going to do work today <laughs> afternoon trips hope you're all well so yeah we all seen the news by now and well how about that i've been given a couple of minutes to give my reaction basically it's my girlfriend's birthday in a couple of days and we're having a party tomorrow so we're trying to get ready for that so don't have time for the full podcast but do, i do for a quick reaction uh first of all see you if that's how you say it um unbelievable um i'm sure as many man united fans feel they're just still massive fans of the legend that is Ronaldo what a player what a career he's had did I ever think he would come back and play for us no he did hold out the hope that one day he would but to see that breaking news 
about 45 minutes ago confirming that yes indeed United had reached an agreement and he was coming back is just oh incredible um, I was actually going to play five aside last night with my brother and that was when the news was coming out about the possible move to Man City and as much as if you took all rationality and nostalgia out of it you could see why that move made sense for all parties as a United fan it was it was heartbreaking really to kind of see him be linked and, and see that there was a chance that he could go there and talking to my brother we're both saying oh, you know hope like you just hope that that doesn't go through at all so to see 24 hours later it's a total about turnabout face and he's coming back to United is just amazing um, in terms of our team do I think he's what we need no I still think there's a glaring hole in the midfield as I said in the last pod but when the opportunity presents itself to sign him for the fee being reported for a couple of years bringing in everything that he's going to bring with him I just think it's an, an amazing transfer and he's probably my favourite player ever I mean there's not many I would class above him maybe Beckham from when I was a kid maybe Cantona going back as well but when I was growing up watching Man United and Ronaldo was the man and the main man in that all conquering team he was just the one you wanted to watch every single game he was just amazing and I'm so excited to see him come back to Old Trafford and I cannot wait to see what what's in store now this season so let's all enjoy it let's enjoy this moment and let's enjoy hopefully lots of goals coming from the main man himself cheers guys take care Well, I don't doubt Ronaldo will score goals for us. I can't get excited about the transfer. I just think it's a misuse of our funds and it'll mess up the squad balance. The hole in our team is a defensive midfielder, not a, not an attacker after we've signed Sancho. And I just think with the transfer fee we're paying, um, that money could go towards signing Neves or someone like that. I mean, it's like, what, 20, 25 million, million euros? That's, you know, about half the fee it'd take to to sign Neves, why not just spend the money on a, a defensive midfielder and have a more well-balanced squad? Not not only that, but I, I worry that it'll affect the development of Greenwood as a central striker and the potential um, of his signing Haaland in a, in a couple of years' time. But Not that I think we'll sign Haaland, but, you know, it's just... And another reason, he's, Ronaldo spent the last, what, 10 years using United as a make-weight for better contracts at Madrid, so... For us to be buying him like this, I mean, oh, if if he scores his goals and gets gets us the Premier League, that's great. But uh, I'm not overly thrilled at the moment. Long way out! What a goal! Not too far out for him. On a night when Manchester United had to score, they have scored inside six minutes. It's the player from Portugal who has hammered it in here in Porto and hammered Manchester United into an early lead. Well, stand up, be counted. It's a shout to Cristiano Ronaldo from a lot of Manchester United fans. And he has just stood up 
and said, I am here. This is a big stage. My team need a result. Well, this is what I'm capable of. That is absolutely stunning. I mean that. The distance that he has hit that from. And Hilton has absolutely... This is absolutely insane, honestly. I, I haven't had a while of the 24 hours since I was on the run from the police for... Uh, we won't get into that. Let's leave that for another time. Yeah, it's been a wild 24 hours. Like, first going to City, which felt like a betrayal to a lot of people. But for me, it was, it was about... Like, he was following money, trophies, whatever. He was going to the club that could give him that. And I was fine with that. I wouldn't have seen it as big a betrayal as some. Um, although maybe if it had become official, maybe I would have seen it as a huge betrayal. Who knows, you know? Like, once it happens, you never know. Um, but no, he's coming to us. It's official. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it was just... I'm, I'm on Twitter, like, almost constantly. So I was just following each new tweet that's coming up. And, like, you know, City pulling out. United in for him. 30 million, one Pogba, don't want Pogba. And then suddenly Fabrizio Romano says, here we go, says it's on. Po a big picture of Ronaldo in the United shirt gets posted. I'm like, okay, it still isn't truly official, but it's as close to official as it gets. And then suddenly I see everyone retweeting the official United account saying we've got Ronaldo. Holy shit. Seriously, I, I lost my mind at that moment. I, 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 I did post a tweet yesterday saying um, that he only follows trophies, so why should we have expected loyalty from him? And yeah, a bit of egg on my face there, to be honest, because uh turns out maybe not so. Maybe he's more loyal to us than I thought. Uh, honestly, this is crazy. Honestly, I don't think I've ever felt like this about transfer in my life. Uh, this is honestly probably one of the craziest transfers we've ever made. I know it's, it's he's a 36-year-old and it's Ronaldo who's played for us before, but it's still crazy. I'm I, I'm I'm super psyched now to see him back in the United shirt, back on that pitch, back to doing what he does best, and that's scoring goals and assisting for the Redmen. I the uh, the United Redmen, obviously not the Scouse Redmen. Screw them ones. Uh, I I can't wait. Honestly, I I hope he plays as soon as possible. Apparently, the first game that you'll be available for is Newcastle, so. Unlucky Newcastle, uh, your time in the Premiership's probably over now because Ronaldo's probably going to destroy you. So super psyched, can't wait to see him. Still can't believe this is real. Like it feels like a dream still. Um, so yeah, that, that's my official reaction. Um, I'd go longer, but there's a bit of a time limit. I've already gone over, but yeah. So I I, I hope you're all as excited as I am. So thank you and uh, see you later. is that Cristiano Ronaldo can become every bit as famous as his namesake. Defenders was petrified of him. People didn't want to play up against him. You're already one will ahead when you've got Ronaldo. It is Ronaldo, and it's in. Old Trafford salutes their new number seven. It's crying out to be hit. And boy, did he hit it. The boy, Cameron James, there's no doubt about that. He's a fantastic talent. His cross was unbelievable. You won't get a better cross now anywhere in the world. When he got on the ball, you knew something was going to happen and you got excited and there was a hush in the ground and then an anticipation of what was going to come. Beautiful ball to Ronaldo. Chance Manchester United. Goal! Manchester United. Cristiano Ronaldo squares it up again. Against the cross. 
Ronaldo! The substitution pays off. This is Rooney looking for Ronaldo! He was immense on what an array of free kicks. It's Ronaldo! And it's absolutely top draw! It's Cristiano Ronaldo, he has got the goal! the reason I'm enjoyed to play here, I'm enjoyed to stay in this club, because I think it's the best support in the world. It's an amazing day for me and for, for Manchester United. He was far off the finished article when he arrived, um, you know, and he, he learned so much. He became a more complete and all-round player. Ronaldo takes a free kick. Oh, brilliant! That's why he's the world's best. Cristiano Ronaldo has produced a piece of absolute magic. Ronaldo to me, Ronaldo! It's one of the great Old Trafford comebacks. Astonishing, astonishing. Ronaldo has struck. United have come back from the dead. Here he comes. Oh, my word! Can you believe the genius of this man? Ronaldo struck it well. He's got dynamite in those boots. It's a glorious hat-trick of titles for United. These are golden years. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.